And this is our plan of attack. Banks have become an essential threat to our democracy. So consider this justice. Thank you for listening to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station on the internet. Please help support this station so this battle can continue forward. Revolution Radio! Thank you for listening to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. Any commercial advertising you may hear in this program is of the sole discretion and benefit of the host of whose program you are listening to. Revolution Radio does not endorse any commercial products, nor does it accept monetary compensation for on-air advertising of commercial products, nor will it ever. We are and shall remain 100% listener supported. Any product advertising on this program are considered used at higher risk, and Revolution Radio shall not be held liable for any claims or damages received from any product advertised within this program. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host. Do you feel as if you don't belong? Do you know you were meant for something more? Well, you were. Knowledge of who you are and where you really are from is within your reach. Join Janet Carolessen. Dr. Sasha Lesson as they search for the answers as they open up the Stargate to the cosmos. Hello everyone and welcome to Stargate to the Cosmos on Revolution Radio at revolution.radio and I'm your host Janet Carolesson with my co-host Dr. Sasha Alec Lesson and my producer, Thomas Becker, and today we have a very special guest, Daniel Cooper. And I did not get a page up on Daniel. We had a last-minute switch out. Um, Raymond, Dr. Raymond Moody was going to be on, and he uh, is not feeling well today, so he called up and he apologized to everybody. We're going to reschedule for some time in 
uh, well, probably in January after he's feeling better. But he's looking forward to being here on Revolution Radio. He just apologizes for not being able to make it today. So before we bring on Daniel, who will tell us about himself, uh, Dr. Sasha Lesson, are you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. I'm happy uh, today. <laughs> yes, we are here once again on Wonderful Revolution Radio. We're going to bring you Daniel Cooper. And I'm not going to say much. I'm just going to say Daniel uh, and I have found each other recently, and he's going to tell you things that are going to blow your mind. And I know we do a lot of mind-boggling things here on on uh, Stargate and Cosmos, but Daniel has, um, well, I'm going to let him say whatever he wants to say. Daniel, welcome to the show, and you can start by telling our listeners, if you will, please, a little bit about yourself, and, and then we can go into, you know, two directions. We can go into your involvement in the secret space program, and then your, your new uh, thing that you just did. I'll let you tell our listeners about it. Sorry for the mystery, but I think it'll unfold better that way. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hello. So let's see. Uh, there are two timelines in in the secret space program. They 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 keep they have to keep the two timelines separate. So the time that you spend in the program has to be kept some kept separate from the time that you spend on this planet. And every every planet has a time well. And so you can you can actually spend time in different time wells, different planets in different time sequences. Uh, my 20 and back period was from my age of 17 and a half. Well, you spend 20 years, then you come back, and then they drop you back off at 17 and a half again. Uh, but that would have started in 1969, and then I spent 20 years in the secret space program. So my 20 years were six. My 20 years in the secret space program were from 1969 to 1989, and that's when I spent most of my time on on ship on different planets throughout this galaxy and the two adjoining galaxies. I didn't spend my time like a lot of the secret space program personnel that are able to talk to you. I didn't spend my time in this solar system. I spent all of my time out of this solar system, all of my service, my 20 year stint in the United States military. The secret space program uh, people that I spent with were United States military. And not Navy, they were Air Force. Well, actually, Japanese, but that's a long story. But as far as my, as far as the timeline from 17 and a half, uh, well, you're actually trained in the secret space program during the age of two uh, to 17 and a half before you're taken into the program. So there's the training period, um, which would seem just, you know, there's the daytime training, the nighttime training. Um, during the during the 17 and a half years but then then you come back they drop you off and and they wipe your memory and then you engage in the regular lifestyle which I did so I have my uh, what I did while I was here on this planet um, like regular other people now the in the secret space program the genetically engineered people I was one of the genetically engineered people um, they're very careful only to give you a little bit extra, a little bit, a little bit of extra intelligence, a little bit of extra strength, a little bit of extra speed, 
Not too much because they don't want you to go what we call a con on anybody. They don't want you to come back to this timeline and then start to take over, which is what originally happened when they first started doing the genetic engineering program. Um, the people would come back after they're 20 and then they'd want to take over this planet and then they would have to kill them and they didn't really like killing their super soldiers who had just spent 20 years serving them with distinction. So they dumbed, they kind of dumbed us down and then they... Uh, like uh, I'd say Randy Kramer's my favorite for discussing um, a lot of the super soldier information. He gives a very accurate super soldier information. Uh, Corey Good was an empath. I like him too. He gives a lot of very accurate information concerning super soldiers. Corey gives a lot more information as to the um, psionic training, which was very important in my particular branch of the Super soldiers. We were. We were. Uh, I was with a very elite group called uh, Dark Fleet. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, so now um, I'm 65 now. But when I I had for many years wanted to, I had this desire to invent, and I was never able to do it until I retired. But now I am inventing, and I have just patented this Sunday a very important patent. Um, for free energy generators are basically trying to bring out the technologies that have been withheld that are being withheld and have been withheld for 130 years all of these high technologies were first discovered in 1862 they were they were developed um, in the early 20s a lot of the stuff that is being used in the secret space program that you're just hearing about for the first time and it all seems fictional um, but the um, United States military has been using that technology ever since the early 20s. Anyway, go ahead, Janet. Is that too much? Wow, wow, wow. No, no, no. Let me, let me, I, I was taking notes tonight. I put you on, um, I, I blocked off the mic so when here we go. Click, click, click. Wow. You just want, you just want so, an introduction. There's, there's lots of details. <laughs> I know. Well, we're going we're gonna to deconstruct a lot of this because I wanted to go back to the, you said there's two time two timeline time wells you call them time well every wells. planet every planet What's has a time, time every, well every planet has a time well and that was explained by einstein in the 50s in in uh, both of his papers the uh relativity relativity special relativity was his first paper then 10 years later he wrote general relativity and those are the basics of time travel theory the idea that you can you can that every planet has its own time well. And so you can travel from one time well to another and you can actually experience 20 years here, go to another planet and experience 20 years there, back in the, go back 20 years. Um, but anyway, so they, they take you, they took me at 17 and a half into the program, meaning that that's when the training ended and I had to engage as a super soldier. And, and go on ship and travel throughout the galaxy to perform my service. But then I, sent, I spent 20 years in the service, and then they, then they bring you back, regress you in time, right back to within the minute that they took you. And they drop you off again wow. at 17 and a half. With a, uh, like uh, Randy Kramer explained, they drop you off in a, uh, in a cloned body. Which is so dumbed you, down. They, you, they take a lot of your they take a lot of your abilities away. They don't want you to come back with those abilities. Okay, so they dropped you off at a clone body back on Earth. So are you at a clone body right now? Yes. 
that that's okay. the clone. That's the clone returned. The body is the body that's returned for the super soldiers is a cloned body. It's a dumbed down bird. It it's the same person that you were when you're 17 and a half. They clone you when you're 17. When they take you, they clone you, and then that clone is what they they that comes back. Of course, your soul is put into the clone. It's the same person. It's just that you don't get the body that you had when you were a super soldier. So you get so okay, you don't get so they, you don't get any of the experiences. You don't have any of the abilities that you had when you were a super soldier. They were trained when you're when you're a super soldier, when they take when they take you at 17 and a half, you continue your training for those 20 years. You're always training. You're either training or you're in combat. There's no there's no in between. You're either you're either training when you get up from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep or you're in combat. There's no <laughs> there's no in betweens. So all that training um makes you very powerful and they don't want that body coming back here so the body that uh, yeah, they, they, they put your soul back into the clone that they made of you when you were 17 and a half so you don't I have do the is that clone, where is that where is that clone while you're there, those clones are on the ship where the, the, those clones oh, are on okay. the ship they clone you on the ship okay sasha has a question i can he's jumping out of his seat go ahead <laughs> I'm not, I'm not jumping out of my. Uh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> still, what I would like to know, you know, certainly you could tell whether uh, to sell short or buy certain commodities. If you had that much of a, of a range, have you ever been able to use the information you had because you were in a different time to uh, 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 make it work for you in this time? Zone? No. They not only wipe your mind, they monitor you. They have agents that monitor you regularly to make sure that you don't remember anything. And if you do remember anything, they wipe your mind again. Oh. The only oh, okay. reason I'm able so to you- the only reason I'm able to remember some things now is because once I engaged as a physicist and started to discovering started to actually discover free energy, actually invent free energy generators, then I started to realize from that knowledge that a lot of what was being discussed by Janet and you was real. And then then some of my memories started coming back, and the Secret Space Program personnel decided not to wipe those memories. I don't know why. I suspect that, that, uh, that it's part of the disclosure, that we are in a transition yeah. when the, we are in a transition now that the technology is going to be released, but not to the level you're thinking. It's, I can tell you what well, the level is that's going to be released. Okay, so what level? What level are they going to let? Free energy. They're going to allow free energy generators, but they're not going to allow the six or seven forces. I'll have to explain. I will explain what the six and seven forces is over time. You're going to have me come back. So there's a lot of information to to present. The sixth force is basically uh, the first anti gravity. Technique. The first warp one engine is a six is a six force engine, and it repels um, gravity the way magnets repel each other. Uh, at, but it repels gravity at the speed of light, and that's why it's it's the first warp one engine uses the six force. But the six force is used for many things, not just anti gravity. And it's only a warp one engine. It's not a warp ten engine. By the way, nine, warp nine point nine or nine point eight is the fastest you can go. So when we say warp ten, we really mean Warp 9.8. But the warp 9.8. So that's kind of Star Trek. Star Star, Star Trek's real. Um, One of the people from the Secret Space Program told me, one of the physicists from the Secret Space Program, they actually talked to me now, some of them. 
Uh, one of them told okay. me that, that Star Trek was actually devised by them uh, as a soft disclosure, and, and it was also a test. They wanted to see how many people actually believed it. And, and they told uh -huh. me that, and I said, what, what was the results of the test? And he said, uh, this particular agent, he said, uh, only 13%. And I said, 13%? You mean 13% of the population of the world believed Star Trek was real? He said, yeah. And he said, and, 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 that was, and you thought that was a poor showing? <laughs> they were very disappointed. <laughs> they were very disappointed. They actually thought that 80% of the population were going to be totally convinced that Star Trek was real. And they were very disappointed that only 13%. I said, 13%? Really? You, I mean, that's huge. That's a lot of people. Well... You know, I'm a Trekkie. In other words, Star Trek yeah. polling. It was a survey. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And they said Star Trek. But see, I'm a Trekkie, and I've been one since I was 12 years old. You're talking about, what was that, September 9th, 1966. Yeah, yeah. Rep like rep replicators, rep replicators are real. Tom DeLonge is telling you that Lockheed Martin showed him replicator technology, and they did. It's real. Uh-huh. Right. I can I can tell you how it works. Tom can't. I can. Well, we're going to go into that in great depth because, but I'm one of the thirteen percent that really knew that was real. Yes. And the reason I yes. knew is because transporters, I was transporters. You know who? You know who? You know who actually created yeah. the first transporter and when? Nineteen oh one. Nikola Tesla. Okay. He transported a gorilla. He transported a gorilla. There were pictures of it on the internet for years. Yeah, they've taken a lot down. They've taken a lot down, especially since I pointed out that 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 that, that was there. They took it down, you know. They take a lot of stuff down when oh. I pointed out. That's okay. They leave a lot of stuff up too. Okay. Like, like Nikola Tesla's nineteen twenty seven so, patent of the first six force uh, uh, warp one engine. That's there, still in the patent library. You can pull it down. I'll give you the numbers. You can pull it down. Okay, we're gonna get all this stuff. Yes. So, wow. Okay, so Star Trek was real. Oh, yeah. And a lot of us Trekkies knew it was real. And then a few years ago, it came out the story that, that he was actually... So he was he was in the loop. Was he given the information? Bill, no, no. The actors? No, no, no. They no, were no, no, no. Uh, I'm talking about Roddenberry. Roddenberry. No, Roddenberry, yeah. Roddenberry was definitely, yeah. He was absolutely super space, a secret space program. Absolutely. Uh -huh. So it was, uh, so was Asmanov and all those. Asimov and Heinlein. Yeah, yeah, all the time. I was there. I yeah. was there with J. Allen Heineck, Asimov, Heinlein, and Roddenberry at the early conferences right, right, from right. in the 1970s. Yeah, they commissioned they, the Secret Space Program commissioned Roddenberry to, to, to do that. It was all their program in order to basically, you know, they, well, they were doing several things. They were educating people, but they were also trying to see, you know, just how many people. It was a survey. They really wanted to see how many people believed it was real. Well, how can you believe when they're telling you it's science fiction? So that was part of the thing. So they didn't really want us to believe, or they would just say, you know, this is based on reality. I don't know. They, uh, they but, you know, they do some yeah. real. They've, they've done some really, really strange things. You know, I mean, we'll go over all that. I suppose. Right. Right. In 1975, though, there were 20,000 people at the conference, and they had uh, somebody had bootlegged an additional 20,000 tickets. So there were 40,000 people that converged upon the hotel and all tried to get in. Yeah, yeah, 13% so of the population. That's a huge part. 13% uh, right. of the population is almost a billion people, you know. 
Right. Okay. <laughs> a lot okay. of people believe it's real. Believing it's real okay. and actually seeing real evidence, testimonial evidence is real. It is real evidence in law, but it's not the kind of evidence that people really want. They want stuff you can touch and hold and see and really experience personally. And, and that kind of evidence we call um, um, first class, uh, first, first hand, uh, you know, the, the highest level of evidence. Uh, that's what right. people really want. And, and, and that is still being kept a secret. The only things that are being uh -huh. revealed now are free energy. That's the, the, the secret space program is revealing free energy, real evidence of it. And they are actually coming out with peer reviewed, absolutely scientifically backed, you know, their top scientists saying, yeah, it's real. Here it is. And so that's starting to come out from that disclosure. It looks like they're going to disclose the technology before they're going to disclose the existence of aliens there. But didn't they just, didn't NASA just uh, no, no, they took that back. They just uh, authenticated that billion uh, uh, year uh, spacecraft that was coming through our solar system. Oh, One of the ancient spacecraft, they authenticated it and then they pulled it back. <laughs> but they didn't oh. pull back the peer review of the M drive. So they are. Okay. They are continuing to authenticate uh, and disclose, you know, uh, with absolute proof, you know, real scientific proof and real scientists saying, yeah, this is real. They are doing that now. So this I know for certain. Plus, I have the evidence to give you from my own. From my okay. Own. So there's a lot of questions. Sasha, do you have a question before I go back to me? Because I need like to go back and forth to give both of chance Proceed. to ask questions. Doing okay, fine, Chris. so this, this, uh, I'm very excited because, like I said, I was there and I knew it was real. Of course, you couldn't really say much to anybody because they would, uh, you know, ridicule you. You know, it's it's but not. I knew it was real because it's I was not really too hard. It's not really too hard to prove. I mean, you're, you're talking about billions of galaxies, and galaxies a huge place. Billions mm -hmm. of galaxies with billions of stars in each galaxy with thousands of inhabitable stars. I'm sorry, thousands of inhabitable planets inside of each galaxy. We're talking about, on average, 3,000 habitable, meaning we can live on, planets within mm -hmm. each galaxy. And there are billions of galaxies. And you're going to try to tell me we're the only sentient species in the, in the universe? Sorry, not I'm not buying that. Right. Well, I didn't buy that either. Uh, but, you know, that was what the, the norm was. And if you went against the norm, you <laughs> yes, got the, uh, the Draco are, the, the Draco you the Draco are very enamoring. They, you know, it's it's very much like being enamored. They, uh -huh, yeah, they, ena they enamored the population. So let's go into that a little bit. So who are the characters in play? What species are we dealing with? How long has the secret space program been going on? Well, there are, on? There, are, there are three. Th well, the secret space program. Okay, the United States. The United States went to Mars in a joint mission with the Nazis in 1934. That's when the Nazis first brought them in. That's when they were trying to make the original treaty. Uh, of course, that that just lit up the United States, and then they went to war. Um, you remember the Battle of Los Angeles, uh, where we yeah. fired. 2,090 millimeter cannons into their spaceship. That was that was the Nazi spaceship, and they basically that was after we bombed Pearl Harbor. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was after that was after the Japanese came into the conflict, and then we declared war on the Japanese after Pearl Harbor in February. 
uh, the Nazis flew their spaceship over L.A. just to basically say, you can't touch us. You can't touch this. You don't have anything like it. You can't you you, you know, we can sit here for two hours and you can't touch it. And right. uh, but that that just made the United that just pissed off the United States even more. And, they, you know, they continued the war. But we did finally surrender to the Nazis in 1957. There was a there was a truce in 52 that was signed. And then the final treaty was signed in 57. Um, but the joint mission to Mars was really, they were just, they were trying to just schmooze up to the United States by bringing them along and showing them what they had. It just pissed them off. And the funniest thing about it so, was Tesla, it was Tesla that gave them the technology. Tesla, Tesla put up the six force technology, his anti, his warp one spacecraft for sale in, in 1927. He said, Hey, here's my warp one engine spacecraft and and it's for sale for two million dollars to the you know anybody buying and nobody nobody wanted to buy it you know didn't want it westinghouse didn't want it oh no no we can't do that we we well we can't we can't put a meter on that the westinghouse didn't want it wow so the nazis were like hey yeah come over here we'll take that sure two million no problem <laughs> so wait this is funny okay so what happened in, okay, you're saying in 34, uh, they had a joint mission to Mars. In 34, the Nazis it, took the United in, States to Mars Nazis. to Hannaby 3. That was the name of the spacecraft they took the United States to Mars in. What was it called? The Hannaby 3. Hannaby, H-A-N-A-B-E-E, -E, 3, Roman numeral 3. Meaning the third one of its of its of its vintage, you know, the third the third. The Hannaby three. Hannaby three. The they took the United States to Mars in 1934. They went to Mars in 1929. Tesla gave them the plans in 1927. They bought it from him. He sold it to him in 2017. Wow! I can show you the patents. They're in the patent library. Okay, we'll get all this stuff. <laughs> so, did Tesla sell it to them for two mil? Yep. He put it up. He put up. He okay, put up. So he warp, put up his warp one engine for sale for two million dollars, and nobody wanted it. He tried to right, sell it to the United States, they, and they didn't. They said, "Just give it to us. We don't want to pay for that." Wow! Like, no, I want two million dollars. <laughs> You've been robbing me for years. Now I want some money. Oh no, so no! Got we want to we wanna continue taking your inventions and not paying you, Mister Tesla. Oh. Okay, I'll go find another buyer. So he did. Oh yeah, he did. Okay, and uh, uh, so they went in '34. So, so you're saying they wanted to in well, the Nazis the went Americans. in '29. They took the United States in '34 because they were trying to make a yeah, treaty with them. They were trying to make okay. a treaty with the United States in '34, but the United States was didn't go for it. It just pissed them and off. Taking them to Mars. Taking them to Mars. It just pissed them off. And why, and why wouldn't they go for it? It was just a superior you want technology. To make a treaty with the communists? You do know the, Na the Nazis are socialists, right? Nazis. Yeah. Right. So, the National yeah. Socialist Party? Aryan right, Socialist? right. Okay, right. all right. So they were, they, were, they were about to make a treaty with the communists. Right. Those commies? They were going to okay. make a treaty with those commies? No way. So they went to war instead? Yes. Okay. So then what was behind the bombing? Which, which the bombing? You mean the Japanese uh, uh, company? The the Pearl, war? Yeah, the Pearl Harbor. What was behind that? 
Yeah. Well, the, Jap- the Japanese were assured uh, Hawaii by uh, uh, the Nazis. The Nazis. That was part of the agreement that they made when the when the Japanese uh, when the Japanese allied with Nazi Germany. Um, part of the agreement was, was that they would get Hawaii, and then the Nazis said, "You take it. You can have it." Okay. I mean, Sasha, you got to have I mean, questions. You do know that they own ninety percent of Hawaii now, right? Who who owns it? Jap- Japanese. Japanese? <laughs> yeah, well, America just sells things to people who raise money. Here, you want to buy it? They're not right, really right, yeah. About that, it. But it's all There's, part. Of, yeah. It's all part of the Treaty of Fifty Seven. Part of the Treaty of Fifty Seven is that Japan would get Hawaii, basically that they would be that it would be sold to them. Okay, so I'm living in a Japanese colony. Yeah, you know, it's not so bad. I've lived in <laughs> Hawaii. Of. They're nice people. Yeah, I, I, you know, I they don't go, they, I mean, they didn't really change much. Uh, All right, so we the have law. the public game, and then we have this behind-the-scenes game, and so let's get let's get into that this first hour a little yeah. bit more. But, but the Japanese, okay, are, so, you're not too happy with the Nazis because all that technology they never passed on to the Japanese, and the Japanese aren't happy with the Nazis. They weren't ha- haven't been happy with the Nazis for a long time. They are definitely not happy with the fact that the Nazis that the Nazis made a deal with China. Anyway, go right, ahead. So the Nazis, the Nazis. But you have to understand really... the, the Nazi, the, the United States and the Nazis morphed. It changed. It's no longer Nazi Germany. It's no longer. It, they morphed into the interplanetary corporate conglomerate. Okay, it changed. Interplanetary corporate, corporate conglomerate. The ICC. We don't say the Nazis anymore. We say the ICC. It's, it's different now. Yeah, it's completely different. Okay, an animal now. They have and all. They have all we the technology. Are, are we're we're a part of that because the Nazis really didn't lose. They just they just they made yeah, they made a treaty in 1957 with the United States and the and and then then that morphed that the United States Nazis morphed into the ICC. So it's really one one group now. It is the not the Nazis and the United States and it is and it is the United States. And, uh, and yeah, that's the, that's the interplanetary corporate corporate conglomerate. Just like Corey was explaining to you, you know, uh, Lockheed Martin, right. Northrop Grumman, uh, Hughes, uh, Raytheon. You know, th- that is those are the people who have the technology. Those are the people that rule the world. Well, and this and many other worlds. You know, they have many of they own planets and a lot of them. The United States right. owns planets. We own planets outright. Like over twenty six of them, throughout this galaxy, own them. own them outright. We own the whole planet. Twenty six throughout the galaxy. Twenty six throughout this the solar system. Throughout this galaxy. This galaxy. This is yeah, the we got, got these guys. These ICC. They go out and they buy planets and moons and stuff like that. You know, it's all big. A lot of people are into business. Uh, meaning, um, of the three thousand sentient aliens in this galaxy. And 900 of them we deal with. We have embassies on in their solar systems, and we deal with them mm-hmm. regularly. So how do you know all this stuff? Are you following? Well, you I, ha- I don't you- have personal knowledge of all these things, but I know for sure what Corey's telling you and what Randy is telling you are true. I, but, but not everything they're telling you is true, but most of what they're telling you is true. Because I have intimate knowledge of some of those things. That's how I know what they're saying is true and correct. 
Okay. Because I have some memories of my experience. Now, I wasn't given, like Randy was actually given back most of his memories. And the same thing with Corey. He was given back most of his memories because they want, they wanted some of their people who were in the program and served with distinction like Randy and Corey did uh, in different capacities. They want them to actually, you know, tell people about their experiences. It's soft disclosure. It's, it's soft disclosure. They've been in the soft disclosure for a lot of, for many years now. That's what Star Trek was. Soft disclosure. It's all soft disclosure. Okay. Except now they're actually releasing the technology. That's what's different. That's what changed uh, in in November of 2017. They all changed. What happened in now? Releasing the technology. I'm sorry. Say it again. Okay, that's why I was asking. What happened in November 2017? So they're now releasing. November, the in November of 2017, they released NASA's peer review of the M drive, and they also released uh, two. They also they also allowed the uh, manufacture and distribution of. Uh, over Unity free energy generators, and they're being distributed in 10 different countries now. Those are buoyancy, gener buoyancy kinetic generators done by, originally it was, uh, well, it's Roche now that's doing it. It was Gaia Energy that started it, and then they sold it to Roche. And so Roche is now selling the buoyancy generators in 10 different countries, not in the United States. In the United States, we went a little different direction, and that's run by the Koch brothers. And they are doing what's known as the flywheel generators. And that's also a four to one ratio over unity generator. They do the flywheel generators and that's being done by Beacon Power. Beacon Power, beaconpower.com is their company. And they build grid size flywheel over unity generators, which produce three times more electricity than it takes to run them. It's a four, they, when they say 400% efficiency, that, that pretty much tells you what's going on, right? You, so you know how you determine efficiency, done. right? Efficiency of a generator is, is output divided by input. And so right. if you're, so if the efficiency of your generator is 400%, you go on Beacon Power site and say our generators are 400% efficient, you know it's producing three times more electricity than it takes to run it. So how so that affect they are us? already producing these things. They're already out there. Will that get us off of fossil fuels? Yes. Like here in Hawaii and Maui, they they ship over oil to burn in our. Yes, except that vehicles. except that the program, the personnel in the program, uh, the scientists, some of the scientists, I do talk to me, and they told me that the that the flywheel generator isn't. It's too expensive. It's, it's not. It's not what they had hoped for, and they were wondering, you know, how far I was coming, and I go, well, I. Come along pretty good. <laughs> so, uh huh. And uh, my my generator will um, even the initial ones will uh, bring electricity down to a tenth of a penny per kilowatt hour. What are you paying per kilowatt hour? Twenty cents a kilowatt oh, hour. I could, I I could pull that out. I just got that. What do you pay for kilowatt hour? I have it right here. I'll tell you. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh. Uh, Kilowatt hour. I have to do the math. My bill was was crazy. I, I my last month my bill was for seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, that's just electricity. Bill. You're not counting gas. You don't yeah, understand. Our generator. Our generators provide all of the electricity for your house and all of its power. Everything. Gas. Electric. Everything. Am I going to allowed to set that up? 
So, so what was your gas bill? Count your gas bill and your electric bill together for the month. Well, I don't have gas. I, I did at one point have gas, but I, I, I'm just pure electric. My house is pure. And that was 700 for this month, right? Yeah, about 750. how much per kilowatt hour? 26 cents per kilowatt hour? It says kilowatt hour per day is 38.84, and I had 1,243 kilowatt hours. So you have to do the math. Well, I'm not really doing that, but that's okay. It, it, I know. Start, and that was for 32 days, they counted. It should be like 20 or so. 20 to 25 cents per kilowatt hour. Imagine a tenth yeah. of a penny per kilowatt hour for everything. All right, but are they going to let me have that? Can I buy Yes, everybody's going to have that within, it should be five years, everybody will have that in the United States. Okay. I imagine they wanted to start doing it in other countries because they are really concerned about um, third world countries, and they're trying to bring. They want grid. They want me to make a grid size a grid grid size generator for third world countries, specifically Africa um, and the Arab countries. The Arabs are the Arabs are kind of making this deal. The OPEC's like, hey, wait a second. You mean you're not going to buy our gas, any, our oil anymore? And they're like, well, no. Right. Like, no, we're not them. going to. They're like, well, hey, you know, we have a problem with that because, uh, you, know, we're, you know, we're in trouble here. We don't have any water. So the two things they want is they want, um, they want these grid-sized uh, free energy generators, and they want a desalination uh, system. Large scale right. desalinate, large scale desalination system, way bigger than you can imagine. They want two hundred to three hundred million acre feet a year, million acre feet. You have no idea how much water that is. That's huge. And they asked me to do that. That's like my my second big project that I've been working on, and I succeeded at it. But that was a lot more work. Good. Yeah. Yeah, they good, want. Good, good. So how is this going to affect but, but, and, our, our and, green? And, and they said, you know, well, well you know, we, we, we're trying to make peace with the Arabs, and we don't want anybody to go to war, and so we're, you know, so we need to give them these two things. I said, okay. No problem. Okay. And and Africa, they're really into, uh, they're really into uh, bringing these generators out um, for Africa. Anyway, I'm just telling you. So how long is that going to take to get into place and turn us around well if they start if they start pumping money into it it would only take two years to start to actually complete these grid generators if they really move as fast as if they have if they put the money into it they could do it in two years but no later than five they'd have these grid size generators all over the world uh, do you know what a grid size so, grid size generator is a generator from 300 megawatts to um 900 megawatts these are huge generators i mean they produce a lot of electricity they go on the grid uh -huh. you know you you don't see right. it. yeah they want grid size because uh they can destroy them easier they can hide them easier they can protect them easier they can't be moved easily you know that's why they right. want to start with the grid size. Our, they want to start with the big ones are you are you are you uh making those no, I, I that was my patent. my patent. My patent this Sunday was on is not on the grid size. My next patent is on the grid size. This patent was on a smaller scale one, um, but it's but it's a premise of my grid size generator. And I'm I'm patenting components. There are so many different components in the generator itself. You actually have to patent each component and the generator. <laughs> and what's interesting is is that uh, yeah, don't, when you're thinking of magnetic magnetic energy powered electricity generators you have to realize that magnetic energy can do can be an engine it could be a motor 
or it can be a generator. It, it's not just it doesn't just produce right. electricity. You can make one that'll run your car. And by the way, these things run for 30 years. They don't move. They have no moving parts. They're solid state. They have no moving parts, and they operate for 30 years nonstop. Okay. They don't, require, they don't require any fuel. You don't recharge them. You just keep kicking out electricity. Or if, if it's a motor, it'll keep driving your car or your truck or whatever. And they're not very expensive to build once you start building them in, in a large scale. Um, might so we're going to be able to uh, swap out our our engines and our cars and go right. to the Right. One, one of the things they asked me is they said, well, can I actually just take my car engine and swap it out? And I said, yeah, sure. And I showed them. I showed them, yeah, sure. I. This is how you swap out the uh, the engine. You actually swap it out for a magnetic-powered engine. That look, it's a piston. Uh -huh. It's a piston engine, but it's but it's a solenoid pistons. I don't know if you know what a solenoid is. I've heard solenoid. A solenoid is a, like it's a it's a piston, but it's magnetic. It's a magnetic pushed piston. It's not gas. Okay. It's not a gas explosion pushed piston. Right. Yeah, but okay. when you have free magnet, when you have free energy, magnetic energy, yes, it's easy to make a eight cylinder piston. I'll actually send you some of that stuff so you can show these people. I'll send you all that stuff so you can show these people. Excellent. Oh, good. I'll show you an eight cylinder solenoid piston engine. And we can simply, basically, you simply swap out your gas engine and you swap in a piston engine. It looks just like it. Just the same size, same weight and everything. Fits in right the bolt pattern and everything. You just swap, swap it out. Swap it out. Easy. More powerful. Much more powerful than your gas engine. Much more powerful. Wow. So this is when we're swapping it out, we have to keep it the same power because everything else in the yeah. car, everything everything else in the car we that we're swapping it into, um, um, it wouldn't work right if you don't keep it the same power. Everything has same you, power, right? Yeah, you're swapping an engine, magnetic engine, in for a gas engine it has to have the same power. So it it would be so like you, can find you, new would, ones. you wouldn't notice any difference, except that right. you'd never have to go to the gas. And gas, you know, you don't got to fill it up with gas anymore. Might cost so you about. Gas stations it, uh, I'm trying to get it down to about two, two grand for a swap. You know, you uh -huh. basically you go to the shop and you pay two grand, and they they put in your they take your gas engine out, they, they take your gas tank out, and all your all your gas fixtures and everything, and they and they put in these uh, magnetic engines, and you drive away. Now you never have to go fill up gas anymore. Ever. So do you think they'll have this by, what, 20 They'll have 20, those engines in 5 to 10 years. We'll have, those swap, years. have those swap outs within 5 to 10 years. You asked me originally about generators. Generators, they want the uh -huh. grid-based generators first. And then they want the desalination. They really, really are really into desalination because everybody's starving for water all over the world. And, they, and they're really into desalination. And they want large-scale, real-time desalination um um, desal and we're not talking about reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis is, is, is sucking water through a filter. And it's a very right. slow way of producing uh, uh, fresh water, you know, drinkable water. No, the fastest way to produce drinkable water is to disassociate, to separate the molecules of the water out into all of its independent molecules. Uh, you know, you, you mm -hmm. split the water into hydrogen and oxygen, basically. And, and everything in it gets split out into its separate components. But the trick is, well, of course, that's tricky all by itself. But the trick is putting it back together. you got to take the oxygen and the hydrogen and put it back together into water. That's the trick. That's the, that's the one that's really baffled a lot of people. And also being able to disassociate in large scale. It's called uh, plasma gasification. And the person that perfected that and, and actually has 
the guy he started plasma um plasma westinghouse division and uh, let's see that was um sham dehay dr sham dehay well he's a great guy you'll love him he he's at he actually he stayed with it he made over a billion dollars doing that for westinghouse and uh they disassociate trash and it's over unity oh, okay. yeah, he, he, all over the world that uh, westinghouse plasma has produced uh 50 megawatt generators they take trash and they disassociate it and they produce 50 megawatts of power and they have these plants all over the world those were actually the first real over unity um uh, generation uh systems but it's all very expensive and they really are more interested in disassociating seawater and then putting it back together to drinking water and Sean wasn't able to do that. He couldn't pull it off. <laughs> it's a lot more complicated. Okay. So I was I, I was on Johnson H. Hall from nineteen um what was it nineteen ninety five to ninety seven. You lived on an H. Hall. You lived on an H. Hall. I was on Johnson. I lived on Johnston H. Hall. Yes. Oh my. Yes. I was on a military base, and oh. they had desalinization. That was what they used because there was no. There was yeah, no that's that. That's compressed water. condensation. Uh, Shams into that now, and he actually has the best facilities in the world for desalination right now. He has the very best process right now. In fact, in the okay. interim, we're going to have to use his process, powered with my generator. So, what did they have been in nineteen ninety-five? Um, I mean, what were they using back then on Johnson Atoll? On Johnson, it was idea? condensation. They they uh, they boil the water and then the then it the condens it, it separates into a, a vapor and then it condenses on the top and the condensation has no salt in it. Ah, okay. And then 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 yeah, that drip, then that, drip, like then that drips down to the there. sides and they and they and they you know they siphon it off and the, in fact compressed condensation is the preferred technique and that's being done by uh, uh, Aqua Technologies I think that's who Sham Dehay's new uh, Sham left uh, uh, Westinghouse Plasma and started uh, Aqua Technology and uh, and he has the, the most advanced and he has a full blown plant built out in Pennsylvania uh, for demonstration that's actually going to be the transition desalination system. Before plasma gasification system comes out, they're they're simply going to take a free energy generator and power his plants, because they got to get the air the Arabs they got to give the Arabs water right away or they're going to get all upset. <laughs> what do you mean we got to give up? We can't, why, why, we can't sell oil. Well, what are we going to do? Well, you can you can be farmers. Right. So now farmers, there's no water out here. <laughs> oh, so they're going to farm. Okay. Well, you got, okay. you, got you, you understand what what do you use oil for? What are the two things Power. oil is used for? Well, besides making Power. plastic. Besides making plastic, it's used for fertilizer. Fertilizer, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. They're, so they're, they're saying, well, you can make fertilizer. And they're like, well, yeah, and who's going to use it? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you guys are going to be farmers. Okay, they'll be the breadbasket. Well, they're saying, well, yeah, and where are we going to get the water? So the United States is promising them all the water they want. They said, well, we want a lot of water. <laughs> all right. Mm. Wow, that sounds good. Okay, um, Sasha probably has a question too, and, and a mad painter, Thomas uh, Becker. He, if you want to ask questions, I know he was excited. Becker about has a question. Today. Yeah, Thomas, you want to ask a question? Are you there? Uh, yeah, it definitely. takes me a minute to Sasha. get to the get to the mute button. Uh, unmute. Okay, yeah. Do you have a question? Oh, uh, how big are these plants for? Uh, Desalinating the water? Are they huge, or, or is it a small? Uh, well, uh, Sean Sean Dehay's uh, compressed condensation uh, plant uh, takes up five acres, and it produces uh, two hundred fifty thousand gallons a minute. 
which is pretty good, but it's not it's not good it's not good enough. Plasma gasification uh, uses a fraction of that area, but but nobody's ever built a large scale plasma gasification plant because it takes too much energy. That's why you got to have grid sized free energy generators before you can even think about making a huge plasma gasification plant. But but they're not very big. They're they're like a quarter of an acre. They're nothing for uh, um, a million acre for a million. No, I'm sorry. 10 million acre feet a year of water, you only need a quarter acre size plant. It doesn't take up much area. People are like, I mean, it's hard to fan them, but you have to understand it's a, a, a you know what a plasma, plasma is, a, think of your, uh, think of a spark plug and the spark between the spark, that spark is a plasma arc. But if you throw water into that arc, it, it, it disassociates, it doesn't burn. It separates into hydrogen and oxygen, and everything else that was in it. Uh, there's every everything is in seawater, so everything gets separated out when you throw it through a ball of plasma. You disassociate everything, but of course you got to put it back together too. <laughs> everything solid comes out molten. Everything, uh, uh, a lot of the stuff comes out gas. You know, you got to process all that stuff. Anyway, what else you want to know? Uh, Sasha, what do you want to ask? And then go back to me. Uh, uh, yeah, I was interested in uh, the ISS uh, bases that you, uh, what ICC, you observed. ICC, Interplanetary in, uh, Corporate ICC. Conglomerate, the ICC. Anyway, what do you want to know the about ICC. that? 900, 900 embassies, embassies throughout the galaxy. And also the Nazis, I, uh, what Penny Bradley and others have told us is that there's slave uh, bases. There are people that can't get out, that have to follow orders that are uh, kidnapped, that there are people Everybody that are being... in the secret space program is, a, is um, uh, you're in the service, you're, right, you're in the military, and, you're, and you can't get out. You, you, when you go into, you do your 20-year stint, you, you, it's, like, it's like a kid in the military. You get in the military service, you, 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 know, you, serve, you, you, uh, you sign up for four years, and, and, and after your 11th week after boot camp, you go, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, guess what? When you sign into the secret space program, you're in for 20, and you, and you, you don't get to come back. Did you sign in? No, no. See, I was genetically I was a genetically engineered super soldier. Okay. Well, then that, you that's did a very not different sign. program. That's a very different program. You don't have a choice, as far as they're concerned. They manufactured you. They own you. Now, of course, they they convince you when you're 17 and a half. They convince you. You know, you're 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 basically convinced that you know this is what you want to do. You you know you're you're trained from the age of two to to uh, to serve as a super soldier and. You know, that's all you that's all you study and learn how to do is how to fight and, and you get really good at it and you want to go out and do that. And they're gonna let you go out and do that throughout the galaxy. It's like, yeah, okay. I wanna be top gun, sure. Yeah, but what we're talking about is 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 also, you know, uh, people have uh, told us that they were kidnapped and forced to do all kinds of things, not yes, just to get, be yes, soldiers. that's all that's, that's all been done, that's all true. So what do you want to know? What do you want to know about it? Well, how do you, how do you, how do you stop? How do you stop the ICC from? How do you stop the ICC from doing slavery? Is that what you want to know? I want to know what you know. Is is this what our taxes are paying for? Oh, absolutely. This, uh, oh, yeah. 
Well, what the fuck do we do? All the drug money, 50% of all the drug money, all the cartels, all the gangs are all belong to the ICC. They're all allowed to exist to do their dirty work and to go collecting money for them. 50% of all drug money goes into the ICC, into, into the secret space program. 50% wow. of all criminal activities money goes into the secret space program. That's why crime is allowed to be there. Wow. That's why, so cri- crime, that's why cri- criminal what gangs is- are allowed to exist. We all what know who the criminals are. We can arrest them anytime we want. We don't. Because yeah, they, do the, the they do the ICC's dirty work. Right. So they're in charge of our planet. So what's this political game that's going on? You know, does that really matter? Who's oh, the show? The big show? You mean the movie? The show. You tell us about yeah, the movie we're watching. The illusion, the yeah, illusion that you that. have that you have some control and some power. That you mean that show? Yeah. The big yeah, show. Yeah, that one. Yeah, tell us. Let's tell our people about this. Tell us about the show. We're gonna come well, up that, with a that, 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 we'll You're all being enamored. You're all you're all being enamored, and in, 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 uh, it's the illusion. They're giving the illusion that you have some control, and that there's no such thing as the secret space program, and there's no such thing as aliens, and the, and the, the 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 highest technology is is nuclear power plants, and and we can't get off a of gas because we don't know any better, and it's all big illusion. It's all uh, you know politics, all big show. Politicians. Are there any good aliens out there? Two like political parties that have aliens. the same that have the same views and do the same aliens. things, say different things, yeah. but always do the same things. You seriously believe uh-huh. there's political parties? <laughs> All right, so that's come out. <laughs> that's disclosure. That's what I've been saying. Everybody gets all upset. They go. How many presidents have Trump? told you? How many Hillary? presidents have told Trump? you that every time we that every time we we get elected as president? First thing we want to do is find out if aliens are real, and they tell us if we don't shut up, they'll kill us. Come on, what did Hillary Clinton tell you? That Bill, she said, no, no, I can't tell you that. They'll kill my husband. Well, that was real. That really happened. They don't let the politicians, the politicians are lackeys. They, they, They do their bidding, the ICC's bidding. They don't even get, they don't even show them the technology. They definitely don't tell them about it. So is there anyway? We're going to run out of time. Two minutes. So is there any hope? Do we have any anybody out there that gives a damn about humanity? Are we just? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. To this stuff. No, no, no. We're not doomed. I'm do- sorry. No, no, no. We're not doomed. Okay. Sorry. okay. I, 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 I don't have. I wouldn't have come back. I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be inventing free energy generators if I thought we were doomed. Okay. Okay. So we'll go in. Into that after the break, we're going to say that. So, oh, we get a break. How much time? Break. How much time? Well, we'll, we'll have uh, we have about the minute and a half before the break. Oh, okay, that's enough like for me to take my back. Four minute right. break. So, we're, I'll see you in a minute okay. and a half. Wait, wait, we're not there yet. We have one, we have another minute. I'm just All leaving right, a teaser for our, our people. Be right back. Uh, so, oh, uh, wait, wait, we're, we're not on the break yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, 
So after the break, we're going to talk about the good side of the force. <laughs> but I, yes, everybody, take that in. Realize it, that you know I get into these these battles on Facebook about the, you know we, well you got to blame this one for that one. I go no 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 they're both the same. They're two sides to the same coin, and they're playing us. We're a bunch of fools. We're a bunch of idiots. We believe this divide and conquer game, and they do it down all the way to our religions and our political systems and our countries. Uh, Sasha, what would you like to say about that? It's a kleptocracy. It's a, a government. Uh, the function of government is stealing. Uh, and <laughs> it's obvious that uh, it's, it, you know, it's just like the medical profession. They're always going to find the cure for cancer. If you just give them a little bit more money, they're on the verge of it. They didn't quite make it yet. Put a knuckle in the drum. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back in five. <laughs> reported today that their population is evolving rapidly and advancing into a fifth dimensional consciousness. They are seeking peace with all cosmic cultures, which may mean that the Earth will be asked to join the prestigious Galactic Federation of Light Alliances. Please join Debbie West and Michael Hathaway on Lost Knowledge. Saturdays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in Studio A for the latest breaking news on the Star Visitor's peaceful contact and the ongoing project of cleansing the Earth. Who are you? I am the architect. I created the Matrix. I've been waiting for you. Why am I here? You are the eventuality of an anomaly which, despite my sincerest efforts, I have been unable to eliminate from what is otherwise a harmony of mathematical precision, which has led you inexorably here. You haven't answered my question. The Matrix is older than you know, as you are undoubtedly gathering the anomaly is systemic, creating fluctuations in even the most simplistic equation. Choice. Problem is choice. Right here at Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. Be here Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time for Private Eye Matrix Revealed with Monique Lassonde. Hello, my name is Mr. Rowe. I am the host of Reality Extraction. 
Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. I utilize logic, intellect, and magic to methodically autonomize, vivisect, analyze, examine, study, scrutinize, and extract an essence of reality from a fog of illusion and confusion. You can find me on Studio B every Thursday at 1700 hours Pacific Time. That's 8 p.m. Eastern. No topic taboo, no subject too strange. I strive to take a neutral standpoint during the dissection of the topic at hand. That's Reality Extraction with Mr. Rowe on Revolution Radio. This is Thomas, a.k.a. a mad painter. I'd like you to join me Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Open Canvas. Don't forget to bring an open mind. Yes, folks, that's right. Bring an open mind to an open canvas. Again, that is Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern. UFOs to government corruption. This is Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. You don't need to expect us. We're already here. For tuning in to Revolution Radio. Here at Revolution Radio, we are listener sponsored and commercial free, but there still are bills to pay. In order to raise some needed funds to cover the cost, our station is offering a silver special. In the continental United States for a $60 donation, or in Alaska, Hawaii, or Canada for a $70 donation, we will send you an uncirculated 2018 one ounce pure silver eagle. The $70 donation, uh, the extra 10 is to cover shipping, by the way, outside of the continental United States. When making the donation, you must put Silver Eagle promo in the notes on the donation. And thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio at revolution.radio and freedomslips.com. Without you, there is no us. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. Back, back, back. Schedule B on Revolution Radio every Saturday night, 6 to 8 p.m. You get outer space. You get honest answers, real researchers, truthful answers, and a place to engage with questions. Take part in the discussion. Revolution Radio on freedomslips.com host Collision Course every Saturday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host.
There you go. Aloha and welcome back to Stargate the Cosmos on Revolution.radio and Revolution.radio. And I am your host, Janet Kerr Lesson with Dr. Sasha Alex Lesson and Thomas Becker and Mad Painter is our producer. And we have Daniel Cooper and we have a blow your mind episode. My mind's blown and I'm so excited. <laughs> but before we get back to part two, where we're going to go to the light side of the force, I want to remind everybody to please go over to the that donation button on revolution.radio. Make your donation this week because we really rely on your, yeah, your donations in order to bring these shows to you like ours. So you can learn what's going on about what's going on in this planet, in this world, in this solar system, in this galaxy. So, um, Thomas Becker, how are we doing with our fundraising? Uh, we got twelve ninety. We got twelve ninety three, and we need twenty eight fifty. So, alrighty. We're so halfway there, almost halfway through the month. Okay, so put a nickel in the drum. Okay, so Sasha, what would you like to say before we bring back? Daniel Cooper. So what we were looking at last time is how the uh, international uh, or <laughs> intergalactic uh, corporate uh, conglomerate basically is a criminal gang that runs all the sub-criminal gangs that uh, kill and, uh, and uh, enslave people in various uh, overt and covert ways. And it was so I was, it was just sound, felt so overwhelming. But the last thing that Daniel said is, but I have hope. And uh, that's what I want to hear is, I've got hope. <clears throat> okay, we're going to get to the hope, Daniel, but I want to backtrack a little bit more about how is this uh, galaxy, I guess, does, does it go to the whole universe? How is it organized? Uh, you said that we have what uh, some I don't know I've lost the stats thousands of species three thousand three thousand sentient species sentient in species. this uh, I'm sorry three thousand sentient star faring meaning they have warp star faring species yeah, they can, they could travel okay. around, around the galaxy and warp one ships or greater uh, star faring three thousand star faring species. Do they in this, have in this, galaxy, in this galaxy, but only nine hundred, only nine hundred of them talk to us. The others don't like us. They don't want. They don't want. They don't want to talk to us. They want to do this. Two thousand one hundred well, don't want to talk to us. They 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 just don't want to be left alone. They're isolationists. They have they're more advanced technologically, and they don't want to be bothered. They don't want to be uh, contaminated by lower species. Uh-huh. By Remember, lower we're, species. we're 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 the new part. We are the new. Star-faring species on the block. We are so new. I mean, the other spe- the, all the other uh, sentient races in our galaxy have been they've been traveling in the stars for millions of years. We right. we, we we just started in the twenties. I mean, just and a few we, years and ago. And they have they have trade going on. They yeah, have yeah, like, uh, cor- yeah, yes, yes, we trade. Randy with, Kramer. We trade with 900 species. Everybody, yeah, it's a, it's a, everybody likes to do business. Yes. Uh huh. Because Corey Good, not Corey Good, Randy Kramer was at our Stargates the Cosmos conference in October, and I sat beside him on a panel, and he was explaining all this to everybody. Um, now I, I had been to a meeting, and they they were very specific in what they were revealing to me, and there were a hundred 
thousand unique species. So that must be more of a universal meeting. That's galactic. Instead of the galaxy. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's outside the galactic. That's universal, right? Okay. So I got to go to one of those. Star they said I'd been There's before. a difference between star faring and primitive. Primitive means uh -huh, you, know, you, know. you can't you can't you can't go traveling around from star to star because you don't even have warp one. You know right, you got a rock right. you got a rock you got a you got a rocket ship you could barely get to your moon. Okay, that, that's a, that's that's primitive, as Mickey O'Connor right, right. say. That's zero. You know, listen, <laughs> if I if I may. zero level of advancement, um, level one is warp one. And that's starfaring. Okay. So when he's talking about 100,000 different species throughout the universe, the known galaxies, he's talking about starfaring species, species that can travel from so, star to star, solar system to solar system. Janet, may I? With this tech, yeah, Sasha, you asked the question, and I have a question about um, is, level one level zero. Question. Go ahead. This is not just a question. I'm what's called okay, an anthropologist. And uh, what we, what the, the pe people that you're alluding to is a primitive, as though there's something lesser about, uh, about persons who belong to, who are, who are not uh, sky-faring. Star-faring. I think a, a yeah. star-faring is a big mistake because yeah. uh, when you really get down into, the, uh, it, even on our planet, with people that you're calling, you might call primitive because they don't have rocket ships or space travel, they're very sophisticated in their own way, and they're more. Uh, uh, sometimes there's uh, have a. Uh, they're more uh, into the sacred, and they they are evolved. It's a mistake, no. You're, I I see, now, now you're getting into spirituality, and that's completely different. You can be primitive and extremely spiritual and advanced. Very very different. We're talking about technology, uh, which which is something different. The hundred thousand species that that, that uh, Corey or or Randy are mentioning, those are. We're talking about the technological advancement, star-faring species. A primitive species right. can be very spiritually advanced, much more spiritually advanced than any technological species. I'm very aware of that, Sasha. Okay, good, cool. Good. cool. Now, is there a rating for those species that are both technologically advanced and um, spiritually sophisticated, well, the, or the, perhaps beyond spirituality, maybe they're... Their societal systems are kinder. Is there another the prob race? probably uh, the most spiritually advanced species that you would you would associate with the technology would be the spear beings, the five spear being species, and that's because God definitely doesn't allow anything but spiritually advanced species to have the eighth force, the most highest uh, energy force in the universe. So He has those, the Lord. Could be a she. Depends on you know your perception. Um, does a, does a uh, the Lord like that, the Lord gentle? allows the most advanced technologically and spiritual species, spiritually advanced as well, uh, to administer the eighth force, and that's the spear beings. They are pure spirit. They don't have material corporal bodies, so they don't enjoy the material world. They're not attached to. The material senses, so they don't need material form anymore because they're above it. You can't. Right, they're not corporeal. Unless you're above material attachments and material desires, and 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 uh, you you wouldn't want to be in non-corporeal form. Right. It, 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 you would. It would drive you nuts because you can't. There's nothing you can't enjoy 
the material things without a corporeal form. But aren't they able to manifest a form? I mean, if they're in not if they're not corporeal and they show up as blue aliens, they're manifesting. Well, that's they, what I learned the, at one the, point. The blue aliens—that's their—that's their holographic image that they present for corporeal right. species to relate to them. But they are pure spirit. I mean, they're they're pure, well, pure energy. They're they're pure spirit, not not energy, but pure spirit. They they have no corporeal and no energy aspect to them. They travel in their pure form. They actually travel in their in their ships, where they're, which are eighth force ships, which is an energy form. The eighth force is the highest energy form that there is. Let's do the energy system. There's eight of them, right? Oh, okay. So, so what are uh, the, the first let's of, do that. Uh, the small force, the, the small force, the large force. Uh, the small force being the uh, force between. Um, let me see. It's between molecules, and uh, yeah, the first two kind of I, I I I used to have that down, but the third one is gravity. The fourth one is electricity. The fifth one is magnetic energy. Wait, I'm writing oh, this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This. You can look up the first okay, first four forces. You can look up the first four for the first force is the small force. The second force is the large force, and the the one of them is the attraction between molecules. And the, the, the energy that keeps uh, uh, molecules together and the energy that keeps electrons attached to the molecule, uh -huh. uh, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a uh, quantum physics, the first and second forces. Uh, the, okay. third force is, the third force is gravity. The fourth is electricity. The fourth is electricity. They also say it's electromagnetism, which means magnetic energy created by electricity. So they associate electricity and electromagnetism as being the fourth force. The fifth force is magnetic okay. energy all by itself, separate from electricity. Uh -huh. which, you, which you can do. It's pretty easy to do that. You can put magnetic energy into a superconducting circuit, and it'll keep running around as magnetic energy, and it's not associated with electricity, completely separate from electricity. Um, and also permanent magnets are, are the fifth force. They're not, there's no electricity in a permanent magnet. Anyway... Um, so they so they exhibit the fifth force, magnetic pure magnetic yeah. energy, separate from electricity. Um, then the sixth force is, and that got termed by Boyd Bushman, and he calls it anti gravity. But it does many more things. It also um, it also allows for cloaking, true cloaking, and uh, transport transporters. Transporters are the sixth force. The sixth force allows transportation transporters. You know, Star Trek transporters. Mm -hmm. uh, right. The seventh force they call the replicator uh, force because it it allows you to transmute matter into energy, and then and then to change it from that energy, which is the seventh force energy, back into matter. So you can you can you can dis you can uh, change matter. In other words, E equals M C squared goes the other way, meaning it's a motive. Yeah, energy can go into matter. Matter can go into energy. You take the formula and reverse it. And that's what you do with the seventh force. Um, Lockheed Martin actually demonstrated the seventh force for um, Tom DeLong. Remember when he sat there and he oh, said, okay. they showed me this wafer, they showed me this wafer, and they put a penny on it and it disappeared right in front of me? That really happened. They oh, really did demonstrate the seventh force to them, to him, you know, just to wow him. But that poor guy has no physics capability, didn't have any clue as to what was going on. They didn't even explain to him what they were doing. But they, but wow. yeah, but replicators, the replicators you see in Star Trek, that that is the seventh force. They're using the seventh force. Seventh force is also used to achieve uh, warp 9.8. You can't really get to 10. Everything dissolves at 10. Uh, the seventh force is also used to operate the portals. 
but the ancients, the ancient builders built, put on all the inhabitable planets. They put out the portals. They're called stargates. Those are real. Right. Okay. The seventh force, okay. the combination of six and seven force that operates that. The eighth force is the very highest force in the universe, and that allows you to travel around without portals. You can travel from through space, you can travel through time, and you can travel from a parallel universe to parallel universe inside of a, an eighth form spear. You can do anything in eighth force. Nothing sphere. penetrates an eighth force spear. Nothing can defeat it. Oh my! Eighth force is the. What are you saying? An eighth force. Eighth force. The eighth, eighth force. force. It's, it's an energy form. It's an energy form. It's, it's an energy form very much like electricity is an energy form, and magnetic energy is uh -huh. an energy form. It's an energy form, but it's the highest energy form. And what you can do with it is so is that what we're photographing when we have those little spheres everywhere? The spheres are the, the spheres themselves are the eighth force, and the and there's an entity or a soul that's traveling in inside of it. See, when you once you once you've ascended to pure spirit, then you can you can get inside of an eighth force spear and travel around in it. Uh huh. But but of course you have to have well, the ability you have to have the ability to make an eighth force spear. Not so easy. So when you're when you're Oh, a spirit, pure spirit. You can create your own eighth force energy field. No, nobody could do that. No, it's yeah. actually something that that's a highly technical. You have to be. It is a technology to be able to create an eighth force spear. To be able to create. But how do you get inside energy. it? To to create an eighth force spear, it, it it's a technological advancement. Oh, it's technology. Yes. Because what but, you know, people are taking you, those oh, pictures and they get this little, they get the little yeah, like a camera is a little... like a camera is a technological advancement, or a car is a technological advancement. The eighth right. force, but yeah. when they take these pictures and you blow them up, you can see little people in them. You can see people in them. Have you ever done that? Okay. Anyway, let's go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I've I don't. seen pictures. No, where they no, blow I... them up and it's like, oh, look, there's faces in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, this is a very much like what uh, Carolyn Corey says about uh, there's a geometry that is the geometry of everything, and that there's a singularity within uh, any uh, a, a collection which is connected to all the singularities everywhere and every when. Uh, and it, it just sounds like uh, sort of the, the structure of the simulation that we that we we are. Uh, in the energy that we uh, uh, are imagining in this uh, picture that we're giving ourselves of what the universe is. But there's all the holes are connected. All the portals are connected with all the others. Yes, that's correct. They're all connected, which is, yeah, there weren't, there weren't, they call them wormholes. They're all connected. But the wormholes are connected from planet to sun, from sun to sun. From Got it. Sun so to it's sun, sun. Okay. And so and basically, example, basically, basically, the the ancients who built the portals, the first portals, we've actually learned. The United States has learned how to do it artificially, but the first portals that were built by the ancients learned how to uh, use these um, these existing um, connections that you just mentioned, Sasha. They learned how to access oh. them, and they learned how to to take to take a human body. And to transport it along that along along those threads, and that's what the portals do. But the portals use the sixth and seventh forces to do that. It's the seventh force and the sixth force together in a certain machine, the portals, 
which is a spear, and you walk into it, and they, you, you know, you fire up the six and seven forces. And <clears throat> by the way, Marilyn Houston was the one that figured out how they worked. She's now the president, CEO, and chairman of the board of Lockheed Martin. Um, she she discovered lots of things, the portals being one of them. How they did work. you walk through one? Did you actually walk yourself through what was? Oh it yeah, like? yeah, we went through the portals. Um, we went through the portals, but we were we were mostly on ship. You can't take any weapons through the portals, you, and that's the problem. See, if you go through the portal and there and you have a hostile uh, group on the other side, you're in trouble because you know you're going there not naked, naked, but you can't go there with anything else but like pure materials like cotton with no zippers and no plastics or anything, because that all that all disappears in the portal. You go through the portals, and and it all disappears except for your you know, what you're wearing, which is some cotton. We wore cotton. We wore a cotton uniform, all cotton. Or silk. What happened in the what happened in the Philadelphia? The weapons just disappear. They don't appear with you on the other end of the other end when you when you come out the other gate or the other portal on the other planet. They they just they just that's why that's why the only way you can take weapons from one place to another or any machinery is you have to transport in a machine. But but uh, a ship. But we have ships that have mm-hmm. temporal drive now. Meaning we can open up, we can open up our own wormholes and travel through time, uh, long distances through the galaxy. Temple Drive. That's what um, Bob Lazar was trying to teach. Well, he was actually recruiting, but that's neither here nor there. Uh-huh. He was at, that. Those are very accurate uh, mathematical explanations of precisely how temporal drive works. Now you're not going to be able to build a temporal drive uh, uh, ship because it costs a lot of money. <laughs> You don't have the kind of money to build a temple drive ship. So Bob Lazar teaching people how to how temple drive works is purely recruitment. It has no other purpose except recruitment. Come on, seriously. So do they use money throughout the cosmos? I mean, what do you do when yes, you're in yes, space? they have commodities, but commodities more commodities, not actual money. You mean like uh, what do they call it? like gold and stuff like that? No, no, that, it's a I commodity. Don't know. It's whatever what do they commodity. Use? It's whatever commodity that we have in this solar system. That they want mass solar system. They not. They actually like. We're builders. They like us. We're builders. Like like uh, Randy said. They they like. We're the new builder race. They like us because we build stuff. Uh-huh. We build. We build good Great. ships. We build good ships. They give us the specs. We build their ships for them. Mm-hmm. We're good at building. Also, we have imaginations. Apparently, they like. Well, us. We're yeah, we're great inventors. We've we've come a long way in a very short period of time. But that was because we were mm-hmm. genetically engineered to be slaves. And one of the aspects of making us slaves was to make us great engineers. They actually invited us with ancient, uh, the ancient, the ancients, the ancient builder race. They invited us with mm-hmm. the people that genetically modified us. We're gemos. We're all gemos. All of us have been genetically modified, specifically mm-hmm. to sell us off throughout the galaxy as slaves. But of course, that changed when we get, when we got a little too, uh, too too good for our bridges, and then we said, "No, nah, we don't want to do that no more." Uh, but anyway, neither here nor there. The thing is, we were gemoed with ancient builder race genes, specifically so we could be inventors and engineers. So who gemoed us? Uh, the sixty-two, no, sixty. Uh, the sixty, um, the sixty races that controlled our solar system for many years. The Dracos were in charge of. You remember the forty humanoids and twenty non-humanoids that were now actually. Getting a seat on, Corey was telling you about that. No, I I haven't really listened to Corey. Oh, they're called, they're called the super. They're so. called the super. They're called the super federation. 
the 60s. Uh-huh. They ran 26 genetic engineering programs on us for 250,000 years. They've been messing with us for genetically engineering us just so that they could sell us off as slaves throughout the galaxy. Anyway, but that all ended recently when the spear being showed up and put a, uh, a barrier around our solar system and said, no, nah, these guys are space and You can't do that anymore. You can't treat them like slaves anymore. And you also have to give them a seat on the council. So we're going to become the, we're supposed to be the 60. We're actually supposed to have representative on the super federation now. I don't know who, and well, it would what be. Year was that? What? What year did that happen? The, uh, well, this is all very recent. The, this happened. Uh, the, the spear well, beings put 20. the spear, the spear beings put the barrier around our solar system, which nobody can get in and out of nobody without their permission. It's, a, it's an actual eighth force barrier. Can't be penetrated, can't come in, can't go out. The portals uh-huh. work only because they allow the portals to work. And only, and only when you're, it's, it, uh, only, only when they allow it to be opened or closed. Um, so they have strict control. The spear beings have strict control over our, our solar system right now, which is why there is hope, Sasha. The spear being showed up. Yeah. Yes. New, got a, we got a new marshal in town. They're the spear beings. Okay. And they put, and they put so up the. Let's uh, go into that. Well, yeah, you were wondering why. That was hope. what, 2015 or 2016? That was uh, that uh, like December 5th, 2014. December 5th, 2014. Yeah. Okay. December 5th. I'll have to look up that date because I had an appearance. You know what was happening then? The, it was what well, was happening I, the day I, before. It's what was happening the day before Marilyn Houston, Lockheed Martin. She made a major breakthrough. Ah. In, in her development of the eighth force. And they said, that's it. Well, they've been watching her ever since 89, ever since she started uh, working heavily into uh, developing the eighth force. But when she made her major breakthrough on December 4th, um, 2014, that was it. They just said, nah, we got to, we got to quarantine these guys. We can't let them out out in the universe with the eighth force. They're they're too primitive. They're too unspiritual. They're too spiritually backward. They even said that guys, you guys don't live long enough. You guys don't live long enough to obtain spiritual quality. Spiritual, you, so you what are we going to do about that, too? Because they've intentionally dummied us down and shortened our, our life expectancy. Right, our, yes. our life expectancy they intentionally is 500, us down to 100 years so we wouldn't be able to develop our psionic powers. Well, that's so bullshit. So we would be weak, weak slaves. Right. Right. So what's so going to happen? Now say you don't live long enough spiritual. to develop your spiritual. Uh, no, you don't. Right, you don't. Well, no. Partly the thing is we have another reality. We have a culture that uh, lives longer than the individuals in it, and our collective intelligence uh, goes on to our grandchildren and great grandchildren. So there is a part of us that is immortal in that sense. You know. Yes. Yeah, but, but, we, uh, but we just, need the but, individual but, 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 maturity. But, but just to how reverent were you towards your parents? I mean, or, or how how revered did you think your parents were? Do you still revere your parents? I certainly do. I, uh, I, Most, I people do. I, uh, Most people don't, Sasha. Most people don't. Well, I, I, Sasha's I, I, very evolved. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what I mean by revere your parents. I do. I know exactly. Uh, you know, I think that my, my father modeled a real human, uh, compassionate human being by who he was. And, I, and by that, I can, it's, it's, it's an ishideva or a, 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 a archetype, uh, you know, of, of, of a loving person. Yeah. Well, just because the spear beings say that we're not very spiritually capable, I disagree. 
See, I don't agree with that view that 100 years mm-hmm. isn't long enough. I think 100 years is long enough. Uh-huh. See, I, yes. I'm, telling you what, I'm telling you what they said. They said right. we put yeah. the barrier up because you guys are a little too primitive for being for handling that kind of power. If you have an eighth force spear, nobody in the entire universe can touch you, but you can touch them. And Daniel, you know you're right about about the the limitation within a hundred years. If that's all you got, that makes you really go for it. It's the the uh, the the value of having a limited time in which to accomplish yeah. certain things. Yeah, and and, it's, and it's, of course and and of course we are going to you know uh, meaning you and I and and and, and Janet. We are going to bring up our species. We are going to very quickly, within the next 25 years, we will extend our lifetimes for all of our children and all of our grandchildren to 300 years, very quickly, with this new technology mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that's being released. Very quickly. We're going to extend our so lives. How will that increase our longevity? Because we, we know that in the secret space program, they're able to... You know, yes. regenerate limbs and put back on heads yes. and revive the yes. dead. And all, and all that's going to get released in 25 years, and, and that's going to expand all of our lifetimes to 300 years. But it, Okay, well, we've got... But 100 is enough. I agree Sasha. with you, Sasha. 100 is plenty. No, it's not. I'm just beginning, you know. And, I, and I've been exposed to these extreme... You know, the Anunnaki live to be um, 450,000 years plus that we know yeah. of. So, I mean, okay. it's even... A lot longer than the 300 years. Yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah. Know, you can even say, what about uh, just living right now instead of so many years in the oh. future? I, I'm telling Sasha, you that if it's, hope, it, if it's okay, Janet, to want to want more years, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And we are going to have more years from this technology. All right. We are. We are. You know, I'm never coming back. And I went in, I said... Oh, no. And I, I remember when I had to train myself not to poop in my pants, and I went, oh, this again. So I have memories of coming back and coming into this form and going, oh, no, not here again, not this again. So I really don't want to go back to diapers. You, you want to ascend. Diapers of old age. You want to ascend. You don't want to continue to uh, go through the cycle of birth and death. You don't want to be in the material form. You want to ascend. You want to be in pure spiritual no, form. No, no. I like I like being in I like being in a physical form. I think it's interesting. Me too. I mean, and you get to do a lot of things that you can't do when you're just spiritual. I, I mean, I yeah, think, I'm not ready. For, I'm not ready for all of the above. I, I'm not ready. No, no, that's not attractive to me at all. I, but I I am able from my practice, my spiritual practice, where I've been and what I've experienced is I can go into that point of the sphere. I, I mean, I've had at this point, what you're describing is what I have experienced. Where I'm, I'm non-corpora. I'm going through space, and and Toth, uh, the um, the Anunnaki goat, he described as well in the Emerald Tablet. So I think that's part of our capability. <clears throat> so I may be Anunnaki if that's what's going on. But I have been able to travel the cosmos without anything, just me, my consciousness. Something was going on, but that I mean, I could be crazy. But that's what I that's what I experience. And so I've been looking for other people who's done that, right? So. Anyway, back you, you don't have to convince me, Janet. You're you're with the what we call the psionics group. Your part Probably. in the program, your part, your stint in the program, you're with the the people who develop psionic powers. 
Now, Very. we did also, Super Soldiers did also, but not nearly to the level you guys did. Oh, whoa. Anyway. Yeah, so we'll learn more about that. And I don't even know everything about it. I'm just discovering all these things, but I'm just, I'm, I remember things that I've experienced personally. And I'm looking for someone that has this uh, nuts and bolts level of information. That well, that's Corey, but he doesn't talk to many on. people. Corey's one of the, was in the psionics program too. He, he, well, Randy too. Randy's no, no, Randy's a super soldier. Randy's a super soldier. We weren't in the psionics okay. program. We, we were, we were trained oh, to kill. Okay. We were trained to kill. Yeah. The only psionics powers we had was for that purpose. No, no, you yeah. guys did other things. <laughs> no. Uh, on Bab okay, go ahead, on Sash. Babylon, What's your question? On Babylon Five, the psionics guys took over. Remember Babylon? Nah, not every issue. No, no, no. They, these oh, guys oh, oh, right, over. right. That, that, that's actually a good depiction of the psionics group that uh, Janet was a part of. That's actually a pretty good right. rendition of that of that that whole go that whole division that, yeah. in the in the U.S. military. Well, right. I don't know. Right. I don't know if the psionics group took over the ICC. I'm pretty sure they didn't. Uh, but that's no. what Janet was a part of. She was one. She had a high psionics level. That's why she's remembering those things in that level. And it's. And for most other people, they're like, "Wow, Janet, that's really out there." But I know it's not, and I know it's real. And it is the it is very much like the way they depict in Babylon Five, the unit that you're with, the the group that you're with, Janet. Okay. Thank well, you. I don't know much about. We'll we'll save that because I don't know how much. I don't want to go into that right now. I'm on the other level, but I, we'll talk about that in future shows. But let's see, where are we on my time? Uh, <laughs> it, okay, we have a, about another uh, twenty five minutes or something. Okay, so we were talking, um, we're still going on the structure of our, let's, what's the structure of our planet? Who's in charge of the planet? Uh, and are you saying it's <clears throat> you mean, that? You mean who uh, makes up the ICC? It's pretty easy to yeah. own the actual individuals who make up the ICC. It's, it's every one of the board of directors of the major aeronautics corporations. Corey told you that already. It's really I mean, easy to identify them. Marilyn, Marilyn Hewson heads up a certain faction of the ICC. They're in different. They have different factions. There is a Nazi faction, um, but they're not uh -huh. in power. They don't. They don't have. They're not in control anymore. Uh, um, but and Marilyn heads up. I, I don't know if she heads up the women's faction, but she heads up the liberal faction. I would say, meaning more toward geared towards the way we think. Which is mm -hmm. disclosure. She was really into disclosure. In fact, Boyd Bushman, towards the end of his years, as he got close to dying in 96, he went to Marilyn. He said, Marilyn, please let me tell the public, you know, what's going on. And she mm -hmm. said, okay. And she still keeps that tape up. She still keeps that YouTube up, even though she's gutted. Oh. Even though she's gutted in half, she still keeps that up because she promised Boyd she would do that. No, really, if you really want to... If you want to talk to what I would consider the the most progressive of the ICC uh, heads, you really should try to connect with Marilyn. Okay, we'll try to talk to Marilyn. But they're real people. I'll Just reach out board of directors. Board of directors of Raytheon. Board of directors of Northrop Grumman. Board of directors of Hughes Aircraft. Board of directors of Boeing. They're they're real people. You can you can uh, pull uh, down their bios. Then uh, General, okay, uh, see if she can get Marilyn and you on at the same time. That would be really good. You know what questions okay, to ask. 
Oh, I don't know if she'll ever what? respond to you, but if you can, if you if you reach out to her, she will listen. She may not call you back. Okay, okay. I'll I'll do what I can. I'm but she was the one that she... gave Boyd Bushman permission to release the Six Force. Okay. Now, what about Bill Tompkins? Don't know him. Tell me a little bit. <gasps> you don't know. Oh, he. Oh he no! You're talking about the you're talking about the guy that the guy that did all the drawings. Um, William Tompkins. Yes, he was oh, the one oh, okay. who was no, able to Bill, do the... Bill was actually a very small player. He's not. He's not a head. He's he's not. He was never in charge of anything. Bill's a small player, but they and that's they only let small players come out and talk to you. They don't let really big people talk to you. They only let small players. I know. Well, he was sweet. Bill. Was Bill's sweet. advantage was what they had Bill do. His assignment is that that when they had him on board ship they wanted him to be able they wanted you know a lot of times we would only get one look at someone else's ship and and mm. bill had this ability to 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 you know render it to a drawing right in, yes. in detail and that's what they used him for he was photographic memory because you weren't allowed to use cameras. They didn't allow you to use cameras. You couldn't shoot any cameras. So they take it in those with in those amongst those societies where you weren't allowed to record anything. They take Bill. Mm -hmm. But that's yeah. very that's a very low level position in the secret space program. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. So what else? Um, so yes. what about? Um, Who's ruling? You're talking about what you meant, Bill, you know, Bill Tompkins, right? We're talking about Bill Tompkins. Yeah. Right, right, right. Bill Tompkins, yes, very, yes, yes, yes. Very, very so, low level. <laughs> you know, you, you might so have been who, a little. Who's ruling? What about the Queen and stuff like that? The Queen. Yeah. Well, Queen. Yeah. No, no, no. They. It's like, not. Who, it's not a monarchy. It's not a mon. It's not a monarchy. It's a socialist committee. It's a socialist group. Two hundred people rule uh -huh. the the earth. And then they have a, it's exactly like uh, a Russia's, uh, uh, well, more like the Chinese uh, Central Committee. And then they have a seven, they have seven members that are the ruling, uh, um, uh, what do they call that? The seven top people, but they're not in charge. The the, the 25 uh, uh, Central Committee is, and, and, and the committee that rules uh, the ICC is made up of 200 people. It's a socialism. We're socialists. We've been socialists for a long time. Oops, sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm just getting this information. <laughs> so, what about all this this hoopla we give to elections and presidents and all that stuff? Oh, Are the big show. The, the big show. Yeah, the big show. Yes, yes, the big uh, show. Uh, anybody that that isn't in the secret space program has no power. They're just a lackey. They 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 don't even show those people the technology. Right. Unless your clearance, unless you have a clearance level above the president, you're nobody, and the president is a nobody, because they don't show the president any of the technology. Look at the clearance levels above the president, secret clearance levels above the president. That's all real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all real. What okay, there? so 20, there's now 33. The there used to be 26. There's now 33 levels above the president. Like everybody and their brother has got more clearance than the president. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the good news? We want that good news. Well, the good news is because they put the, the because they put the barrier around our our solar system, um, and, and most of most of the assets, most of our military assets are on the other side of the barrier. Um, they're 
and then the spear beings came in and basically put us on to the council and they took control. They, they basically told the, um, the Federation, the super Federation, well, you can't treat these people like slaves anymore. So basically the new marshal came in town and changed things. And they're saying, now you have to disclose the technology. You can't keep these people, um, you know, a clueless anymore. And they are revealing, they are releasing the technology very slowly. Like I said, they started with the NASA's peer review of the M drive, which I'll go over in detail and, uh, explain in layman's terms exactly how that works and why it doesn't violate the first and second laws of physics. And then I'll go over the different uh, the different other technologies that are being released by the ICC and then my own stuff, which is being released by the ICC. But that all that was all forced upon them by the uh, spear beings. They're they're forced they're being forced to release the technology. And being forced by the spear beings. Yeah. And what are they what are they threat if if they don't do it, what's the repercussion? The threat is you, you can't leave the solar system. Okay. They don't even get to go oh, out. They only allow some personnel to leave through the portals or some ships to leave, and they have to have special permission. But nobody is allowed to leave the solar system that committed crimes against humanity, major crimes against humanity, oh. or major crimes against any other species. So the slavers, they're not allowed to leave. And they've even told, and spirit beings even told these pe all these people that there's going to be a trial, <laughs> but they're not listening. They're not paying attention. That they're all going to be up for trial. They 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 don't believe it. They'll find out. They ba they wow. basically they basically have been told they better watch their p's and q's because basically they're they're being told that they need to they need to start treating people fairly. They need to start releasing the technology. They need to bring up humanity. Um, and if they don't do that, when they do go on trial, then there won't be any mitigating circumstances. When you get when you get sentenced by the spear beings, you don't get sentenced for one lifetime. You get sentenced for all eternity. Right. And these people have that awareness of how things really work. They're not dealing with it within the illusion like we have here within the well, it's interesting so because you, you can sit there and tell the spear beings, "Oh, well, I didn't do that," and then they just show you. They actually, they actually show you the holographic image of the recording of what you did, because they have it all right. recorded. Because remember, an, a, a race that can go through time and through space can go back and get that recording and bring it forward and show it to you. Mm -hmm. But everything so, so, so there's nothing. And remember, like Ben Ritz said. We hear everything, we see everything. Well, they do. Well, mm -hmm. if we do at our low level of technology, which is pretty advanced uh, right now and was when Ben Rent said that, uh, imagine what the spear beings can do. There's nothing. You can't hide anything from them. You, you can't deny anything, any crime that you committed. Mm -hmm. They're Santa Claus. <laughs> they know everything you're doing. Wow. So... Then, uh, then you said it's going to take what years for all this to come about. Yeah, they, they, the of course the ICE doesn't want any of this to happen. They want it to happen very slowly. So they they started out with uh, releasing very limited technology, but it's not enough. And uh, and I've had people uh, in the NSA, they're in the NSA, uh, National Security Agency, and they're the ones that came to me and said, "Well, yeah, that's you know we're you're right, Dan. That's not fast enough, and that's not good enough. Four to one over unity isn't good enough." It needs to be in the tune of thousands over unity. It, 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 anyway, it doesn't mean anything. The, the idea is that the generators have to be more powerful. And they didn't want very powerful generators to be released. But the ones they are releasing don't 
they don't bring down the cost of electricity to the point where it stops people from wanting to use fossil fuels to create electricity. The Chinese create electricity right. using coal generators at five cents yeah. a kilowatt hour. So unless you're far below that in whatever free energy generator you're making, unless you can produce far less than five cents a kilowatt hour, nobody's going to stop using fossil fuels to create electricity. Ain't going to happen. And that's what, and that, and that, and that was the mistake they made. They, the the technology they did, the ICT did release, wouldn't, wouldn't, re, wouldn't reduce the cost below five cents a kilowatt hour. It actually brought it down down to about eight cents a kilowatt hour, ten cents a kilowatt hour, but not below five, not well below five cents a kilowatt hour. It has to be way down below five cents a kilowatt hour to get people to stop using gas and coal. Also, it can't be weak. Nobody's going to give up their gas engines unless they have a more powerful engine. You know, come on. There, most people are materialistic. Very, right. So this yeah. plan, it, and and you and you're in this plan, and you're aware. no, no, no. They don't like me. No, no, no. They, they don't they like can't you. Stop me no. because I because I did twenty years service, and they can't stop me. Okay. See, I served twenty years as a super did soldier with distinction, you? and they can't stop me. Mm-hmm. They can't come and do what so they do. So you're other putting people. out your stuff, but what? Are, why aren't they addressing this on a different level? If what they're putting out is not effective, that's not really helping us. Well, they didn't think that was going to be the situation. They thought it would be sufficient, but it's not, and they're finding out it doesn't pencil. So now they're going back. They're 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 willing to release. Also, you you know you have the different factions in the ICC that really don't want to release any of the technology. So they're. Um, what would you call it, Sasha? They're dragging their feet. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, they 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 don't want they don't they don't want any of it released. So they're playing along by giving partial release, and and it's not enough. They're not really happy with me. I'm rogue. I don't work for those guys. They they yeah, don't like yeah, me look, at all. They don't like me at all. Uh uh-uh, no no no. They try to buy me out. I said no. I pass. Everybody's getting kickbacks along uh, along the line. Can't you? I uh, just you can just read what's happening, and and you know it comes down to you know subsidized uh, Arabs because they can't uh, suck oil and hold everybody hostage for their oil anymore. Who cares? There's got to be an. Uh, you, they, they don't get to poison everybody just because they got oil on their ground. Right. But you're not going to stop people from using oil unless you have a cheaper Every day question. that could be saved. Like, oh. Because we have like 100,000 people a day that die from diseases, die from you know toxins, die from this environment that we've created. And yeah. Where does that come into play? They don't give a shit that we die. They don't give a shit that we age. And no, no, the ICC didn't. But you're, you're, you're looking at everything the way it was before the outer barrier went up. You're looking at the ICC when they thought they could get away with anything. You, you're not it's seeing what, hap- going on. Happened is that, what happened is that all those people in the ICC, they're trapped here. They were going to burn right. this planet. They were going to burn this planet because they have somewhere else to go. But they can't go there right. now because they're trapped here. They're, they're in the quarantine. Okay, so they've got to back it off. How does this affect them? Are they human? No, they're here. Why, why they, they, in other words, they, they can't destroy this planet anymore because they're here. They can't but leave. They can still have us die. 
Where do we go no, to die? No, We're dying. Oh no, 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 no. My likelihood, I'm going to be 65. No, no, the spirit beings are going to put them up for trial. They have to mitigate their crimes by uh, by not doing that to us. They can't commit genocide oh. anymore because they have to mitigate their crimes because the, the spirit beings told them, when we convict you, it's for eternity. Life after okay. life after life after, after life. life. Right. Now you think okay, about so that. During the ICC, during the ICC, and the marshal shows up and says, "If I hang you, it's not just this lifetime. It's every lifetime. It's Dante's hell." So you're mm -hmm. you're in the ICC, and you know this is real. You know these people can do that. Are you going to continue to commit genocide? Are you going to continue well, on? They the apparently are because no, you said well, they're, no, not, they're, not, they're not. They're not. Really not. They're not. They're, the technology is yeah. being released. That's why I'm able to talk to you. That's why okay, I'm. Okay. At this thing. <laughs> I've got friends that uh, they die every day of cancer. When's that it's level? Gonna be, it's going to be a while. The, the transition doesn't happen overnight, Janet. Okay, so what about those people that are dead? Where are they? Your soul's eternal. You just, you just go to some other material place, another another planet. Okay. You okay. are immortal. You you're just you just get transferred from one material form to the next, one material body to the next. You know that, right? I know that. I know okay. that. Are you just checking, you're just I'm checking still, up on me. I'm still tracking, I'm still tracking uh, you, the you pain that's caused by this illusion of separation that we are uh, mortal, that we, you know have to bury people and people are born and die. So what is that level of awareness going to be coming out to our people? Uh, ask it again. Ask the question again. Uh, um, right now we're you still bro you in broke this up. reality, these beliefs. Right now we're still in this belief system, this reality that we die and that we are no longer in contact with the people that we love. I, if we're in, are we in another dimension? Or when is the you veil mean when, coming down? When will you become spiritually advanced? Spiritual advancement takes many lifetimes. It, no, you're lucky when to complete it in one lifetime. Down? You're lucky to complete it in one lifetime, and it's different for everybody, Janet. Just because you're spiritually now, advanced. No, I'm not asking that. I'm saying when will the veil come down? The illusion that we do. Uh, that we can no longer communicate. There's supposed to be, it's even biblical, that at the end we will be able to communicate across the veil and be able to talk to people on both sides of the veil. You're talking about and a high level of spiritual advancement that may take many lifetimes to achieve. Okay. So what about when they revive the dead? Wait, wait, they wait, have people that are dead in the secret space program and they bring it back. Okay, you're not going to, go ahead. We have, we have six more minutes. Go ahead. Sasha, go what ahead, do you want? Right. I, I would suggest that you, you right now uh, can communicate with uh, a wisdom figure among your ancestors right now that you can let uh, yourself go into a deep state and I, I, uh, you I haven't lost contact. Yes, Sasha, it's possible for certain that. people, but not everybody out of the 7 billion people has the ability to do that, even if they wanted to. It takes training, it takes study, it takes practice. And very few attain that level. You can want people to all be that highly spiritual advanced, but that's not reality. What I'm at, what I'm referring to is that in the 20 and back program, in the secret space program, we have all these people and they're saying, I was dead in the next 
and they just put me in a regen tank and I'm I'm I wake up and it could be a couple hours later and I'm alive again. But I was dead as dead as can be. When is that coming forth to this human level society that already exists in the secret space program? Oh no no! You mean the highest level of technology? They're not going to release that for some time. They're 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 not going to release anywhere near the higher levels. The plan was not for at least another hundred years. There is a discussion for fifty, but it's looking. You know, they want to see how people do with the lower level of technology. This free level, this free energy level. They want to see how people do with the basic higher levels of technology before they start releasing that stuff. You know, you're talking about like the greys, you know, the great the greys were into that. Having their having their spirits put into a new body and then living for a thousand different bodies with the same spirit and they have all the memories. I mean, lots of lots of different um, races have tried that and many of them didn't do very well with it. Well, the people we're talking about in the secret space program, like yeah. Penny Bradley, she says, death is not an option. They get killed, they get eaten by a spider, whatever. They take what's left of them and they put them in the regen tank, and they're yeah, dead. Yeah, I, I, I know that. That technology, you know, alive is, again. that technology is not going to be released for a hundred years. Okay. They are but definitely not going to let. They are so not going to let that out for a long time. <laughs> Okay. I know well, what's going to be. I'm I know what's going to be. I know what's going to be released and when it's going to be released. Uh -huh. I'm telling you what's being released. I'm showing you what's being released. Right. I, did, okay. I didn't do it. I'm not making the decisions. I'm not in charge. I was a soldier, just a, a, a what do you call it, a grunt. I just, I they gave me orders. I followed it. I'm not in charge. I was never in charge. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have three more minutes. What do you want to? Um, what do you want to convey to our listeners? You want me to talk? Are you there? Yeah. 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 Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So we have three more minutes. So the idea is, um, you know, we want the technology released right now. I'm, I'm, I'm filing patents and and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, sell those patents to get the the uh, free energy generators manufactured. And then I and then the idea is to keep the people informed as to what we really want to do is we want the people to learn more about the reality of the physics. We want them to understand it's real. It's not science fiction, that free energy is very real and that they can understand it. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's the only reason I'm appearing publicly is to teach the basic physics at the layperson's level, you know, not, not very advanced mathematically or, or uh, very advanced in physics, very simplest ways of explaining how these things work so that they can understand that these, these free energy devices are real. Because the more people that, the more people that become aware uh, that, that, that free energy is very real, that they can bring about the transition in the, the these technologies being disclosed. And of course, once they realize that this technology is real, then they'll understand that the rest is real, meaning the aliens and the secret space program is very real. It's not a fiction anymore. And then they'll, uh, mm -hmm. you know, once, once the technology is, is uh, released throughout society more and more, um, then, then they'll start, you'll start getting more and more disclosure. The, the NSA actually showed me one of the films that they were going to actually show you guys. They wanted me to review one of the films. And uh, what it is, is we, they took all these films of these different uh, alien in, uh, uh, encounters. They actually did interviews with all these aliens on their ships. Mm -hmm. 
And the wow. film they showed me was one of the black and whites they took in the 60s. Um, of uh, They did an interview. They had this 16-millimeter uh, camera and black and white. Mm-hmm. And they were, shooting the, they were shooting one of the aliens. I don't forget, well, what's the species of alien with the elephant head? I, I don't know the oh. name of that. Um, Ganesh. Elephant head. Ganesh. Ganesh. Well, Ganesh. Ganesh. No, no, it's a Ganesh. Yeah, it's a Ganesh being. Ganesh is actually the name of, of the. Never mind. Never mind. It's a Ganesh being, and so the Ganesh species. And so he was in his ship, and they're shooting. And they showed me this film. I mean, I can even describe the very details of this film. They showed. They showed him in the ship, and they were interviewing him. And they have all these. They have all these. Uh, this is this is the real disclosure. When they're really going to start the disclosure, they have all these films that they took in the sixties and seventies, eighties. Of all these interviews they have with these different aliens in their ships. And they take you for a ride wow. and they show you the views and they show you the, you know, he discusses his, uh, you know, uh, uh, his instrument panel and the different uh, uh, functions of his instruments. And it was, really, it was very, it was very interesting. And then, you know, of course, that's one of the things I'll be, we'll be talking about is that, that particular film that I saw. Because, you know, wow. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty trippy. So I know what disclosure, I know what they're planning on doing. And, and of course, I'm experiencing it myself by participating in the disclosure of the technology. I'm actually forcing the disclosure of the technology faster than they wanted to bring it out themselves. Because I'm rogue. They don't have control over it. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, that's great. So, this our is Revolution Radio, Freedom Do you have any way to get your podcast? Right back. Oh, no, no, no. Website. No, okay. But, uh, when you're inventing, you're, you're sitting down here. You know, you're doing. Thank you for listening to Revolution Radio. Commercial advertising you may hear in this program is of the sole discretion and benefit of the host of whose program you are listening to. Revolution Radio does not endorse any commercial products, nor does it accept monetary compensation for on-air advertising of commercial products, nor will it ever. We are and shall remain 100% listener supported. Any product advertising on this program are considered used at higher risk and Revolution Radio shall not be held liable for any claims or damages received from any product advertised within this program. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. for tuning in to Revolution Radio. Here at Revolution Radio, we are listener-sponsored and commercial-free, but there still are bills to pay. In order to raise some needed funds to cover the cost, our station is offering a silver special. In the continental United States for a $60 donation, or in Alaska, Hawaii, or Canada for a $70 donation, we will send you an uncirculated 2018 one-ounce pure silver eagle. The $70 donation, uh, the extra 10 is to cover shipping, by the way, outside of the continental United States. When making the donation, you must put Silver Eagle promo in the notes on the donation. And thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio at revolution.radio and freedomslips.com. Without you, there is no less. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. <laughs> 